Hey everybody, it's the Title IX Podcast on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley with Elisa Woods. Hey Elisa. Hey. How are you? I'm fab. Fab. I'm wearing lipstick today. You are, and I'm mm. I specifically picked out my best pair of sweatpants for you. <laughs> oh, I'm wearing sweatpants too. My lips were just a little japped because it's cold as heck. It is. So you opted for lipstick instead of chapstick? I didn't have any chapstick. All right. The Fair pur- Listen, my purse does not is not a carry all right now during covid times it's just bare bones in there that's fair except i always have um carmex within reach always i'm a carmex addict and i'm proud of it (laughs) hi jared hello how are you i'm good okay i'm glad to hear it (laughs) so we are on the well i was gonna say eve it's not technically the eve the start of a game week against oklahoma state so we will of course preview this major matchup on Saturday, but then we have a little special treat for y'all. Jared doesn't even know this. <laughs> We're a little bit early. It's the 19th as we record. It's about 8 o'clock on the 19th, but we're going to do a Halloween episode. This was born out of Elisa's brain, so you know it's going to be something special. That was my um, hint <laughs> to what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some scary sports <laughs> stories to tell later on. Okay, Jared, when you produce this later, um, can you add in like, woo? He doesn't need to add it because you're doing it. Like, if you want me to voice these so you can add them in, like, before. You want me to make it spooky season? Yeah. Spooky season. Spooky. We are, of course. See how motivated I am when I sit down here. (laughs) You did get a little excited. You did. We saw the little. Spooky season. He was excited. (laughs) We are, of course, sponsored by the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. I wonder if they're having spooky season over there. I don't know. What were you going to say? You just put your hand up. I was going to say, hootie hoo. Onto that one for a while. <laughs> you were so excited. I know. Guys, she like nearly <laughs> leapt out of her chair to do that. We love the Ivy College of Business and they're her favorite shout outs. And Elisa just prepares all for two weeks for those shout outs. They do. I hope they have maybe they I have do. a um, Halloween costume day at the Ivy College of Business. Oh if they gosh. don't, they should. They should. They should. What's your best ever Halloween costume? I was gonna save that to the end. That's okay. actually one okay. of the things. Okay. Thanks for jumping the gun. <laughs> We are also fueled by Cody Road Bourbon. I have a couple of things to say about Cody Road today. Yeah. First of all, the Jankowskis, Sean and Micah, yeah, made did a road they get trip. You some? Yeah, they went over there on, I think they went on Saturday and yeah. they brought me back three bottles the nice. Barrel Manhattan, the Barrel Old Fashioned, and the Single Barrel Bourbon. Nice. Holy smokes, that Single Barrel Bourbon is like heaven. <laughs> I had some last night and Chris has been talking it up, you know, yeah. so I expected it to be good. It was really good. Ah, nice. And then I don't know, Lisa, if you listen to the Chris Williams podcast that he did with Bruno and uh, I haven't yet. Okay. So you need to listen yeah. because, um, it's the owner of Mississippi River Distilling Company. Yeah. And he gave us a shout out. <gasps> he did? He did. Oh my God. Yes. And it made me feel really good. So you need to listen. Okay. I will. And it's a, it's a really good discussion and every, it's no secret that I love bourbon. Oh yeah. But it's big fan. It, it was, it's more about that. It's about business and how they got started and obviously they're a really fun company they're awesome on twitter they're an excellent partner with us so everybody should go listen to that and support mississippi river i'm way behind on my podcast i just have to be honest Mm. i spent my whole day listening to oklahoma state podcasts which we should discuss because you just dropped a little nugget they're haters yeah they're haters should we just uh well actually before we do that let's do our patron shout out do it and then we'll dig into how 
the Okie State is hating on us on random podcasts. So at least <laughs> okay, it's listening do to it. it. So our super patron tonight is Brett Robinson. He's been a Cyclone since his dad took him to his first game in 1998, which was a 38 to zero victory against Ball State. Brett grew up in Omaha, and he wanted me to specifically tell Jared how much he hates the Huskers <laughs> because he's had to deal with them his entire life. He told us uh, he enjoys tormenting them back for all the years that the Huskers did it to me. <laughs> Give him hell, Brett. Give him hell. <laughs> so thanks for your support, Brett. And as always, if you're interested in becoming um, any of the level, levels of uh, patron, check us out on CycloneFanatic.com. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we roll? Roll it. All roll right. that beautiful beat. <laughs> oh, remember those commercials? Duh. I those were great. Quoted them. Those were great. <laughs> well, that takes me back. Um, so, of course, number 17, Iowa State, taking on number 6, OSU on Saturday. Somehow we didn't get game day. Game day is going to row the boat up in... Rude. Yeah, it is rude. In Minneapolis, the, it's Minnesota against Michigan, which well, I get it, but... What, I was thinking, who did they get to be the guest picker when they came here? It was somebody that I was like, you gotta be kidding me. It was some country music yeah. singer. Was at church, wasn't it? Yeah. Has nothing to do with Iowa. No. Anyway. Uh, yeah, anyway. I don't need them here. Well, they wouldn't have been here anyway. Why don't they would need have been them in our is what I mean. <laughs> I don't need oh, them. I, just, I don't need you. My problem with it, it's not even a problem. It is what it is. But the, these Big Ten games are going to be ugly. It's just like that first week of college yeah. football. They're going to be rusty and ugly and whatever. I, yeah. I understand all of the media and the market purposes, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not better about it at all. <laughs> I think the real wild card here is that Oklahoma State hasn't played since the beginning of the month right man i don't know what to think about they've that. had 21 days yes. off yes yes so initially i thought that can't be good for them i'm gonna predict somebody gets hurt and i hope that they don't but that's just too long well, to go without like contact and i was reading they were practicing and this was last week at some point um in one of their releases they were practicing three days on two days off three days on two days off i don't know what they're normally doing yeah. i just i don't and they're probably trying to figure out what the hell to do too i just think it's really interesting yeah. And they haven't really played anybody. Blame Baylor. Well, I know they haven't played anybody. And they, okay, so they play KU. They have 600 yards of offense against KU, but it's KU. <laughs> right. So what are, you, what are you supposed to make of that? Right. Do we know which quarterback is starting yet? Uh, both of them are healthy, but no. So maybe a dual option, potentially? Uh, yeah, Mike Gundy said maybe we'll see both of them. That's he very helpful, that. Mike Gundy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It was a very Mike Gundy answer. I'll tell yeah. You that he says we're in good shape. Conference. Yeah. Uh, so we don't know a damn oh, thing. Oh, he actually said they have three guys that are healthy and practicing. So you never know who you're going to get. <laughs> Ooh, could okay. be the third guy. Uh, I, I feel like we should make a motion as a Big 12 to just not include Kansas this year. <laughs> So, did you see their... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, especially without Puka. Yeah. When Joel Clad is... Well, on, wait, we just should say he opted oh, yeah. out of the rest of the season. Yeah, Puka's not playing the rest of the year. Here's the thing, though. That's like the the guy in, or girl, in fantasy who doesn't set their lineup. It's an easy win. So, why don't we just take the easy win? 
No, I mean, I just think statistics, like we'll take the W, you know, but right. statistics, if anybody who played Kansas in the first three weeks of the season, I'm just going to assume that okay. your, your numbers don't count. I get yeah, like no, I, 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 thought you, I thought you meant we weren't going to play them. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I agree with that, though. It's hard to judge anything from it is what you're saying, basically. Yeah. 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 And like when Joel Clyde is going on a telecast and saying how bad he feels for the running back <laughs> because of how hard he's running and there's no room to run. Yeah. Then you know that there's trouble. Yeah. You know, and like Puka Williams is a good player. I think every, all of us like would agree with that, you know, but now he's got a cool name. The, the kid, like, seriously, when I saw that came out today, I was like, yeah, I'm, I mean, sure. I don't know everything about his situation. Yeah, it sounds like something with his mom is yeah. what they're saying. But I imagine if Kansas wasn't completely terrible, I, that yeah. Luka would probably continue or it to play. could be a you know tougher decision, potentially. Yeah. I, it's, basically what I'm saying is I have no idea. I'm Obviously, Oklahoma State is talented, but it's hard to know how talented they really are. They haven't played anybody, and they've been off for three weeks. So right. that makes it scary to me. Right. And really, they're really high on their defense, which I, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, Big 12 defense versus SEC defense yeah. and everything. But to that the, was a fart noise, by the way. What was that? <laughs> that was me. I was saying SEC defense. Oh, oh. I didn't, didn't see your mouth do that, so I <laughs> thought it was your b-hole. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're going to have to bleep that out, Jared. It's okay. Do some producing. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Will you, I love a good to... fart joke. I'm sorry. Okay, I mean, Oklahoma State has given up 27 points. Wait, that's not right. They've... Yeah, they've given up 27 points in three games. Most people played four games, so the three games. That's not a lot. Right. Like, that's not a lot, and yes, they haven't played anybody, but, like, Alabama's given up 115 in four games. Yeah. And we've given up 110, so I'm not saying that we're better than Alabama, but, I mean, I'm the science, (laughs) so. I'm not saying it. I'm just strongly hinting it. The numbers speak for themselves. I guess you guys can do the <laughs> you, you judge calcul- for yourselves. Yeah, you do the calculations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, it's one of those games where, well, and I, I was going to mention this too. It's already been mentioned in the podcast with Chris and Brent this morning. But um, Brent pulled out a nice little nugget that we, as a ranked team, have never gone on the road and beaten a ranked team, which. Um, to be fair, I can't imagine there's been a lot of times we've been ranked again, but who, right. I mean, it's still, it's still astounding stacked in program right. history, in fact in program history. So let's do it on Saturday. Hey, hey, hey. we've also never, stat ever. I know as soon as you said it, I was like, you would know that <laughs> you would know that. But we've, we've also, I don't know that we've ever quite had these expectations or been or opportunities. Right. Right. I don't want to say been this good because I'm afraid to say that, but it could all go to hell. It could. Very in quickly. In a hand basket. Can you say what they, um, the trash they were talking about? Yeah. So Our sweet Prince Brock Purdy. <laughs> sweet Prince Brock Purdy. They were saying, they called him Backfoot Purdy or Backfoot Brock. That's an alliteration. That's, I think that's why they did yeah. it. <laughs> but I was like, hold up. I had to rewind. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, you don't get to come up with a nickname. We come up with nicknames. You don't get to defame our right. quarterback. That's right. our job. If we're going to call him anything, we're going to call him Brocky Purdy. <laughs> that's right. So what would they have to say about him other than calling him mean names? And, I mean, they said that he was good. Okay. So, so they were just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they didn't say too much bad about him really but 
except he throws off his back foot occasionally. Yeah. Whatever. Throws off his back foot. I'll take it. Right. But I mean, I think that they, they think that if they can, you know, keep him in the pocket and minimize they're they're really high on keeping their keeping our tight ends in check which of duh right i mean you have to otherwise you're gonna lose right so they feel like if they can keep him in the pocket and they can keep um our the tight ends wrapped up but i mean they didn't say anything about Brees hall luck right we can hit you here we can hit you there we can hit you anywhere and that ends our cheerleading portion of tonight. <laughs> Kick them um, in the knee. So I watched, I didn't get to watch the Texas Tech game. I listened because we mm. I was camping with some girlfriends. Yes. Let me just say, I forget until I have an opportunity to just sit down and listen how wonderful it is to listen to, uh, to Jay Wall. I agree with that. hundred oh, percent. It's just the best. It's really cool. And I would always prefer to watch because whatever, you know, of course, but mm-hmm. just getting to listen to him, it's just a delight. I know it is. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes I, I would almost prefer listening to it just because like you're watching and you see what's going on but you're also not kind of getting the up to the minute this is you know who did what and this could be the call and that kind of stuff and you're not kind of also with John Walters you're kind of getting the home team oh yeah inflection in his voice and I admittedly can visualize basketball much better so I think I prefer to do it but it was it was delightful so I mean I'm sure he's listening to this podcast and John just wanted you to know you're great you're great (laughs) so how do you feel about Saturday do you feel good or what no do you, you haven't felt good about nope, it? Nope. Okay. I don't feel good. You, you just keep that going. I'm, this is very on brand for me. I don't feel good about it at all. I feel sick about it. I feel like we're, it's all just going to fall apart. At any given moment. At any given moment. And the I just feel like this is the outlawed Adventureland and it's just going to break <laughs> down and we're all going to fall off. Or, and like, go. or like the ice cream machines at McDonald's that never actually work. Never like, work. <laughs> They work for a while and they inevitably let right. you down. I went to Chick-fil-A once and they said their ice cream wasn't working. I said, what is this? McDonald's? Did they laugh? No, they didn't. Oh, well, they said, my pleasure. Because <laughs> they're the sweetest human beings on the planet. Right. <laughs> All right, Jared, how do you feel about Saturday? Uh, I know you have a million columns and you were on a podcast already today, but just give us your two second synopsis. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel pretty confident. Good. I feel oddly confident to start a week. Um, I think that te- I think that Oklahoma State's a good team. Yes. Actually, let me rephrase. I think Oklahoma State has a bunch of really good players. Yeah. Uh, but Iowa State should have beat them last year. They would have beat them last year if it hadn't been for uh, the fact that Brock threw three interceptions in the fourth quarter. You mean back foot, back foot Brock? Yeah, back foot Brock. If he hadn't thrown three interceptions in the fourth quarter last year, they probably would have won that game. You know what Brock's going to say? Let me put my back foot right in your... <laughs> elbow and like, as good as Chuba Hubbard is and as good as you know Spencer Sanders whoever Tylen Wallace like as good as those guys are I don't know like Oklahoma State just doesn't scare me that much Kansas, if they play Kansas State this week I think I'd be exponentially more worried than I am you mean Oklahoma if I was State. State yeah fair I, I'm just not that worried about Oklahoma State I don't know I'll probably they'll probably lose now yeah thanks I'm for not. that and because you're on the record saying all that because right I'm not scared but uh, I don't know we'll see I will say that the the Oklahoma State media is very frustrated that it'll be 21 days. I'm sure since that they would last sucked. Yeah. And they're real mad at Baylor, and they think that Baylor should be like basically like punished for it. And you know, Baylor's saying it's because of small locker rooms. And okay. 
right. I, shut up. Right. Not you, Baylor. I'm talking Baylor. About Baylor. Yeah. Baylor. Um, okay. Should we take a quick break and then we'll get into our... Hold up. Uh, oh. Can you guess how many times State has played a road game as a ranked team against Did you just count them all? Uh, Wait, did you just count them all? As a ranked well, team. In, has the, in the last decade. I've only gotten through that far. Okay. Like, Three. Is, are they playing against a ranked team? I can't find where they've played a ranked team as a ranked team. Except maybe one time. Well, that would probably <laughs> that would explain why they've never won. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I we need to. They have you... not won as a ranked team on the road, from what I can find. Well, either but way, that, then. that could be wrong. Though. I don't know. You need to text Brent and ask him. Yeah, let's get some. Let's clarification. get some clarification. Go to the monitors. Get some clarification. <laughs> okay. Well, all I know is I think they've played. They've played one game against another ranked team since I've been scrolling through this thing on college football reference and that was against texas in 2018 i remember that game and that's the only one that i can find well that would explain brent's but factoid I, but i will say that they obviously they did play oklahoma when both of them were ranked in 2002 that would be the only other one that i would even know of maybe he's talking like the 80s or something okay but point being this doesn't happen very often and we should take advantage so right. that's the bottom line that's what i'm saying like there could be like three times yeah this has ever happened yeah i don't know brent we need brent to give a little more clarity to the statistic. Because <laughs> if there's only three times, like, can we really say that it's a trend? Like, we haven't ever even right. had an opportunity. Well, I don't, I mean, we should still just go take care of business. Right. That's, I mean, this want, is me, Coach Campbell, talking right now. Some people want Bama. We want ranked game on the road. <laughs> we know where we stand, okay? All right, before we go to break, uh, this podcast is also brought to you by Authentic Brand. Authentic Brand is more than just your source for official Cyclone gear. With amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out online at authentic brand.com. That is hard to say, but look authentic, be authentic, and feel authentic. Okay, Lisa, do your spooky we just, oh, 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 that was your Dracula voice. Those two of them together. Okay. Well, we just thought it'd be fun to get in the spirit of Halloween and tell some sports horror stories. Like, for example, if you were at a school who had to postpone a game and shut down all your football activities due to a COVID outbreak, and then you tweeted a photo of your head football coach at a large homecoming gathering. Oh, wait. What's up, Baylor Bears? Or if you were a very high-profile coach in the SEC diagnosed with COVID earlier in the week but cleared to coach on Saturday in a top-10 matchup, but you can't seem to keep your damn mask on your face to save your life especially when you're yelling at the officials oh wait nick saban did you see that tweet that was like they're gonna have his brother coach rick saban and it was just nick saban with a mustache <laughs> i laughed really hard at that i was like just pull up the damn mask man so those are my horror stories and then oh andrew downs tweeted something that was like um the testing the testing company that gave him the three negative results was like roll tide llc <laughs> oh my gosh i was i was like physically uncomfortable watching him yeah i mean i know he was negative and it was probably yeah. a false positive but i was like man they're just the optics here are not good hilarious um okay so how do you want to start this because i had a truly horrifying what if okay you, i know we kind of talked about yeah. that do you have any of those i mean mine are mine are just like what if wayne Morgan stayed <laughs> and was still here. What if Wayne Morgan stayed and was still here? What if Larry Eustachy had partied with ISU co-eds and there was photo evidence? 
What if the gene? What if the gene coins were worth something? Okay, secretly, I, like a speakeasy or something. What if? In, what if like inside of the coins was actually like precious jewels, and no one knew? Or what if they were can those candy chocolates? <laughs> There's actually like molding chocolate on the inside of them, but you can't get to them because somebody plated them in. So we talk about Gene Chizik because I started thinking about what what if he had stayed, what it would look like. And the, the thing that's maybe most terrifying to me is what our student section would look like because nothing pisses me off more than when I look at like the Southern, like, you know, SEC or whatever, any school down South and their fraternity and sorority girls are in like sundresses. Oh, yeah. and they're in their slacks and ties. I hate it. <laughs> do, I know some do it here, but it's not widespread. Right. Don't make it a damn no. thing. And it could have been a thing if Gene was here. Why is that a bad thing? Shut up, Jared. I don't know. I'm just asking. It's tradition. Jared's like, sundresses? No, I was going to say, if you say sundress season, I'm going to throw my... <laughs> I mean, every time that I watch a South, like an SEC game, a really raucous SEC game, all I think about is I went to the wrong school. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when I go to football games, I'm wearing sneakers and a sweatshirt and jeans, and that's how it's going to be. That's I, how it should always be for everyone. I think they could convince me to wear a shirt and tie if I got to party at the Grove before my games <laughs> or before I went to games. I mean, you saw what Chris wore when he went to the Grove. Haven't you? Have you ever seen that picture? No. The dude wore like a shirt and tie and like a vest and a like a golf hat. <laughs> He wore exactly what you would expect Chris Williams to wear to the Grove. I think the first, was it the first time that Chris um, had lunch with us? He showed up. Oh, he was oh. just, uh, it, was, it was Halloween last yeah. year. Yeah. Chris might have even Harbaugh. worn a bow tie, oh, yeah. actually. He might have even worn a bow tie. <laughs> Wasn't he? Yeah, he was dressed like Harbaugh. Yeah. And he was like carrying he walked a football. In to, um, where did we go? We went to a nice restaurant. He walked in with a friggin' football. I can picture it. It's that Australian St. place. Yeah, St. Kilda. <laughs> and the, the waitress was probably like, what yeah. the hell? Did he have a sweater vest on and khakis? Yeah. And a Michigan, <laughs> Michigan hat, I think. He just gets into it. He likes a good. Uh, Listen, I'm I'm all, I am all about that. It's this has nothing to do with like a theme party. You give me a theme party, oh, and I, I am love all a in. good theme. I'm just talking about you. Sundresses and stupid wedge heels do not belong at a college football game. Wait, what's it called when you like like to dress up and do things? Like you like to dress up in certain themes, like role play? No. <laughs> Cosplay? Cosplay. <laughs> Chris likes a good, like, sports-themed cosplay. Uh, what? I, I, I don't know what goes on, and it's all good. I think you're thinking of, like, the fluffies. Is that what it's called when they... Yeah, so that's still cosplay, isn't it? I don't know. Pretty is sure, it where they sure dress up, like, yeah. mascots and do the dirty... <laughs> Pretty sure it's still the same Steph is shocked my, right now. I can feel the blood rushing to my face. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's getting red. I found it. I found it. I found it. <laughs> the a picture. Okay. <laughs> I told you. Well, you I'm utterly speechless. Exactly how you'd expect Christmas yeah. to be dressed yeah. when you go to the Grove. Anyways, I, maybe it's furries. I'm afraid to we Google it. Don't Google it. It's fine. Someone <laughs> will tweet at it. You're close enough. <laughs> All right. We can move on from okay. from. Sure my neighbor does that. <laughs> 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 
I want to bring Jared home. Which neighbor? <laughs> what have you seen them dressed as? No, I don't want to. Like a okay. shark? Well, I, this is just... No, I, someone was dressed as Pikachu, and I had questions. <laughs> it was not Halloween. Can you imagine you they're dressed like a shark, and it's like, dirty shark, do 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 dirty shark, do 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 I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be able to air. Oh, it's airing. <laughs> Those okay. were my last what if. I okay. just really wanted to talk about that. What if, th- and this came up a lot, like what if Jimmy Butler did come to Iowa State and Wes Johnson stayed here? But and that's then, not a horror story. That's a... It would be scary good. Oh, I see what you did. I got one for you. But that okay. team didn't have... I mean, it had Craig Bracken scoring 20 points a game. Yeah. What? What if George Niang had gone to Iowa? Because mm. <gasps> he visited Iowa. Sometimes oh. Iowa I felt bile come up <laughs> in my mouth when you said that. <laughs> that is horrifying. He would never. Do you have more? I'm just like throwing out a scenario. No, that's, that's exactly what this is. I know. Um, gosh, what else did I have? I had, if Harrison Barnes. I mean good for rock party then it's not the same i didn't have the same bile reaction as right. george going to iowa what if harrison barnes came to iowa state with the um i mean the 2010 2011 team was maybe unsavable but 2011 2012 we may have not gotten royce white though was that a scary good him. is this a scary good option this is a scary good option <laughs> okay. royce white scott christopherson scotty chris allen uh melvin Ejum, edgem chris babb tyrus mcgee that was a good yeah era. hmm honestly like i feel like okay so and i know that we probably wouldn't have been in the same situation but that year we got beat by colorado in the first round of the big 12 tournament by two points and then colorado beat kansas state and then they got beat by kansas in the semifinals and then texas the number two seed beats Oh, then Kansas, the number two seed, beats Texas in the number 10 seed for the championship. Is that for real? Is that what happened? What year was that? 2002? 2012. I'm sorry, that's what I meant. Missouri won the Big 12 in 2012. That must have just been. Well, okay, they split it. Sorry. Kansas had their streak. So this is, you're saying what could have been right. had Harrison come? Maybe this was, um, Are I your facts know. wrong? Yep. Do we need to get broken? Oh, hey, home? this was the Big 12 tournament. I need oh to bring my, my computer like you, money you bags. Have this, you have okay. the same damn computer as me. Who's like, the money bags here? <laughs> I got a cough, and I'm really trying not to because I don't She's have the, the COVID. I don't have it. So was that completely irrelevant? I can't even speak irrelevant. No, I just think we could have won the Big 12 tournament. Okay, is that's what fair. I'm saying. All right. <laughs> that wasn't the NCAA tournament. That was Big 12. I also have scary sports injuries. I spent a lot of time doing this last night, watching really, really, really terrible Who YouTube. Who was that in Louisville? Kevin Ware. No. Okay. Don't say it. So I was going to stick with football and ba- uh, baseball because those are the sports that are happening. But Kevin, you can't ignore the Kevin Ware one. That was horrible. The Joe Theismann I one. I saw it happen. I did too. Joe Theismann's up there. Dax is up there. Mm. Yeah, he's he was my last one on the list. Um, do you remember when Brandon McCarthy got smoked in the head, the pitcher? Yeah. He uh, had an epidural hemorrhage, brain contusion, skull fracture. 
So my top five were Kevin Ware, Joe Theismann, Brandon McCarthy, Dax was on there, and then my last one was Alex Smith. Oh, okay, yeah. guys, I had I knew that injury was bad. I spent probably an hour and a half reading about this last night. Can we just talk about it for a second? What did he, how many surgeries did he have? 17. 17. I was going to say 17. No, he no. shouldn't even be walking. No. Honey. Okay, so no. he has a it's a it's a compound fracture. He it's a tibia and fibia break. <laughs> But he, the, what, what happened was he got an infection in the days after he became septic and he ended up with a flesh eating bacteria. And the, one of the accounts that I read, it was a story from his wife. The head team physician came out and told her, this is verbatim, we're doing the best we can. And right now our first priority is we're going to save his life. And then we're going to do our best to save his leg. And anything beyond that is a miracle. The guy just played back on the field. He's playing in the NFL. You have nothing to prove, son. No, but I just think it's like incredible. Right. Go home. And then I, I saw so I watched I watched the video of it. I saw pictures of the surgery. Like, what am I doing with Why? my life? I, because I couldn't stop. Do you, was, guys, do you guys remember McKenzie Milton's injury? Was that one on there? Yes. That one was really bad too. I watched that one live, and that was like terrible because he was right there at the top to win the Heisman. And, Yes, that was on there. And then um, there was quite a few that I admit. I mean, there were a lot of soccer, as you can imagine, like broken legs in soccer. And then there was a hockey one where the guy's neck got. Oh, yeah, mm. cut by a skate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one, too. Oh, my gosh, guys. Yeah, I remember that. I, I shouldn't have been doing this, but no. I couldn't stop. Well, there you go. There's that's my. A, that's a rabbit hole of YouTube that yeah, you don't get. I know. I did. That's my that's my power rankings of scary sports. That, shows, that shows up on your uh, algorithm. God, well, my top five thing later is not going to be that serious. Have you ever seen the Kermit Washington and Rudy Tomjanovich? No. In the NBA? No. They like, so, okay, back in like the late 70s, people fought in the NBA. Just, yeah. It was just, they just fought right. all the time. Every game. It was like hockey. And uh, I don't know exactly what happened. Some guys got tangled up or something. There was... A fight. Basketball players don't fight, but like, what was close to being a fight? Kermit Washington ran from one end of the court to the other, and then like came mm. in and punched Rudy Tomjanovich in the head. When he was trying to like break this fight up, and he uh, his like fractured like. I did see this. All of the bones on yes. the side of his face. Yeah, it was. It's disgusting. I didn't until you pointed at your face and did that. It yeah. did, yes. They had so, to cover up his. Like this is like on like Wild West TV, and they're covering up his face. I know? literally googled the most gruesome sports injuries of all time. There's lots of lists out there, so there's not. There's more sickos than just me, but that was on there. Okay, I just covered my ears. Next thing. Yeah. Next um, thing. Scary movies. Go ahead. <clears throat> okay. Well, mine are a mix. Mine is a mix of scary movies and Halloween movies. Okay. My all-time favorite. It's. I have five. My all-time favorite scary movie is The Conjuring. Oh, okay. Have you seen it? Nope. Effing terrifying. Quiet Place. Have you seen The Quiet Place with nope. Emily Blunt and uh, uh, Jim from The Office? Why can't they? John Krasinski? I, okay. Is that where they fell in love? No. No. But it's a terrifying movie. What? I watched that movie uh, over when I was on my way to Orlando mm -hmm. on the plane. Mm. I don't did know. Did you jump? No, I don't know what I did wrong. The whole movie was narrated. 
Okay, that is. Li- <laughs> are you being serious right now? Dead serious. It was like the blind person version. It's of like the, the director. Like literally the opposite of the experience you're supposed to have during that movie. Well, yeah, that's the point. I was sitting there watching, and I was like, oh I thought my this God. movie was all silent, and then it, the, there was a guy talking to me, telling me what happened the whole time, and I was yeah. like, this is really weird. I yeah. don't understand. I, you what's didn't. Happening. You should rewatch that. Actually, it's probably ruined for you. Just don't watch it. It was just really weird to have this British guy like explaining what was happening the entire time and I was like I don't I don't know I can see like that the guy is it's like I turned on the subtitles but the subtitles were read to me right. instead of being you it was literally narrated yeah the last one I had, I don't know if it technically counts as a scary movie, but it was Get Out. Oh, yeah. That would be another. Does that count as a scary Like, Because it's not a trill. I guess it's like a, I don't know. It's a thriller. five? No, that was three, but I have two oh. more Halloween movies to add. Oh, got it. Okay. Hocus Pocus. Okay. And uh, Ernest Scared Stupid, <laughs> which I've seen like <laughs> probably 50 times. Wow. I can recite the damn thing. Wow. Yeah. Get Out's definitely a scary movie, though. Ernest Scared Stupid? Yeah. Uh, no, not that. Get Out is a scary movie. It's not like typical scary No, movie. it's, yeah. Uh, it's not fa- like a thrasher. My favorite scary movie is Scary Movie. <laughs> I actually wrote that on here because I couldn't think of five. I could only think of three that I had even seen. What are you so I said, two? I think that I've maybe seen Scary Movie. Um, I know he did last summer. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. The- saw The Exorcist. Okay, I saw yeah. The Exorcist in a... The original? Ah, uh, yeah. This, okay. In yeah. a film class that I took. Oh. Why did I take a film class when I don't, don't like, like movies? movies? You know what? Good question. And then Sixth Sense. Okay. That's a good one. Those are just the only three that I could think of that I've seen. So those are your top three because they're your only three. <laughs> their default top three. Fair Blair, enough. The Blair Sixth Sense is creepy. Blair oh, yep. Pretty, pretty scary. Yeah. Um, the Ring scared me as a kid, but I've since seen it as an adult and oh. whatever. It was fine. Yeah. You know it's not real, right? <laughs> Thank you. The lack of respect for Halloween Town on these lists is pretty disgruntled. Frank and Weenie, <laughs> Paranorman. My grandma lives in the town where they made Halloween Town. It's like the real life Halloween Town. Mm. Dead serious. I believe they you. have a Halloween Town festival every year. Wow. Where is it? It's in St. Helens, Oregon. Wow. I knew that actually. The Not there. the St. Helens that part, sounds like the Oregon part. The people hit there hate the movie. I'm sure really? they do. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, then why do they have a celebration every year? Who comes and has the celebration? Well, I think that it's a way for the city to like. Oh. Like in Clorinda, you know, we have the Glenn Miller Festival. Glenn yes, Miller was right. Born in Clorinda. I could list the number of Glenn Miller Festival events that I ever went to in my life on it's, one hand. So it's tourists. Yeah. Oh, you get, you that try, makes sense. Trying to get people to come to your town. That makes sense. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know why anyone would ever be like, yeah, Halloween Town Festival. That's exactly yeah. what I need to go to. My cousin Ben will listen to this podcast, and I'm sure that he'll text me about it. <laughs> well, I did have a list of five terrifying things, since I couldn't think of five. Okay. So these are um, five terrifying places to go to the bathroom in the Des Moines metro. <laughs> So the, okay, wait, wait. Is there anything else we need to discuss on this podcast? Because I want this to be the end. I don't know. I don't have anything else. Oh, so volleyball. What they're going to oh, yeah. do is they're going to play um, the the season now, and then they're going to take some time off. And assuming that they believe that they're in the running for their for the tournament, yeah, 
they're going to start up again in the spring and play probably like regional games and those games will still count in the spring so they're going to basically play two seasons um, but they're going to play a couple regional um, not necessarily conference she said conference oh okay yeah okay. so she said conference games regional kind of conference okay. games that makes sense um, to kind of ramp up to the tournament okay good assuming that they because that was the question that the was kind of our outstanding mm-hmm. question last episode yeah. and I heard it on maybe Coach's, Coach's Corner, Corner yeah. on the way here okay perfect yeah okay <laughs> nice okay. little segue so the five most terrifying bathrooms that i've been to in the des moines metro first of all is the michael's bathroom <laughs> like the michael's craft store yeah and i don't have a good reason here guys um <laughs> there's just always somebody in there and always somebody waiting for the bathroom there it's just something about that store uh this wait which michael's um, or all of them. <laughs> I would say the the one in Clive. Is that Clive? Yeah. Or Windsor Heights, okay. whatever. Yeah. Off of 86. Yeah. yeah that's just the one that I go, That's the one that I've been to. That's because I, I took a cake decorating class there once. And you would be shocked at in one hour how many people go to that bathroom. I have questions. A lot. This is why you should go to Hobby Lobby. Mm, <clears throat> I have a moral. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, I don't need to get into it. I was it. thinking the Joanne's Fabric one but but then I thought harder and I don't think that that one's open to the public much as why maybe it's scary so the second one um and this may be controversial because I do love this establishment the Cooney's bathroom and I will tell you why it's because instead of paper towels they have that cloth towel thing that the you reusable one down. yeah and no matter where you grab it to pull it's down wet. it's it's but it's already been exposed to the person before so you don't know if they possibly wipe their hands at the very top mm-hmm. or where they wipe their hands and then I just have questions is it self-cleaning on the inside and it just kind of keeps going around? Is it a massive sheet? Do you wash it? You just throw it away? Then why aren't we just doing paper? You know Th- what? I- these are excellent unanswerable okay. questions. <clears throat> so that's why that's terrifying. Um, the next one is the, well- the Wells Fargo Arena bathrooms. And I worked there for a long time and this is why it's terrifying. So if there is an event where there is going to be mostly women or mostly men, they'll change a lot of the bathrooms to accommodate that gender right um so like a shania twain or a cardi b they're going to have a lot of women's bathrooms that were originally men's bathrooms Mm -hmm. and i choose to go to the bathroom during a popular song because there will be no one else there and you've never known terror unless you've walked into a bathroom thinking that you're walking into a women's bathroom and you see a a urinal then you just think dear god am i in a men's bathroom that's fair so that's why it's terrifying um perkins every perkins every perkins i can stand behind this that coffee just (laughs) slides right through you every perkins (laughs) am i right i believe it yeah and then then the last place is another one of my very favorite establishments, Carl's Place. And I'll tell you right now, that lock doesn't close. That lock is not reliable. The one on the door isn't reliable. And then the rickety little one on the top that you slide over, that is also not reliable. And you can be seen from the entire bar from the pot in that bathroom. I can tell you right now, 
from experience that you can be seen from every corner of Carl's place on the pot in the women's bathroom. Do you think the patrons of Carl's place really care? No. I was trying to think of bars that would have nasty bathrooms here. Because, like, the nastiest bathrooms I can think of are in, all in Ames. Like, mm. the Sips bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, if, if I had to power rank my least favorite places in, on Earth, the Sips bathroom would be right at the top. <laughs> uh, the AJ's bathroom would be there as well. Mm. But uh, when I was thinking, like, bars in Des Moines that have nasty bathrooms, Carl's was number one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you don't even have to go into Carl's to know that it's bathroom. It's yeah. going to be disgusting. And there's just there's a lot of um, just, like, Sharpie graffiti mm-hmm. on the walls, and you wonder... Where'd you get that Sharpie? <laughs> Did you bring it in your clutch? Like, who says, okay, I got my lipstick, got some condoms, got my, you know, cell phone and a Sharpie. <laughs> got my Sharpie, guys. I'm going to go write me and my boyfriend's name in the bathroom. I'm going to write Cheryl was here. I have, in all my life, never considered that, but it's so true. <laughs> Where'd you get the Sharpie? Or the people that write, like, call blah, 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 Right, blah, for, for a, a good, good time. time. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're sitting on the toilet, like, oh, let me get my friend's phone number real quick and put it on the wall. It's going to be so funny. So, speaking, this is all going to come full circle. So, I was watching Hocus Pocus <laughs> the other day, and she, the kid, I think his name is Max, hands the, the girl his phone number, and it shows up, you know, on the Disney plus version they've whited out the number and it makes me think like somebody has that number oh that's been called so funny. many times whoa so if you have the original yes. focus pop it in and see and call the number and let us know <laughs> maybe even text it i love that well i do think there was a point where because now all numbers are five 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 numbers because there's no five 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 oh i don't know this except for eight six seven five three oh nine yeah well yeah but this <laughs> well, yeah that obviously. is like a movie thing now that all phone numbers oh because there's not a 555 yeah yeah but this is hope but i would just times. i just this is not a, yeah this is not and a i modern. would just pop 515 in there and then try the number <laughs> for a local yeah good time yeah no well then i would tell them that their student loan has defaulted or like or the warranty on their been, car yeah that i've been trying to get a hold of them about the warranty on their, or their car. taxes are over right yeah i i want to reiterate we love all these places but the locust taps bathroom is also disgusting mm. and for the longest time time i don't think they had a sink in the men's room <laughs> all they had was the industrial sink right outside the bathroom. Oh, yeah. what's that place is it um the place that has that outdoor patio that i've been to with you where they have like the powder soap oh yeah yeah powder soap that's Ernest. terrifying yeah, yeah. like what what is this it's a real trip the first time that you put your hand under it and, and it's like just powder. dust and i was like I, first time i did i was <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to wash my hands. I'm not trying to be like LeBron, you know, warm up for five. I'm doing that the next time I'm in there. <laughs> no, I, I do want to reiterate that, though, because I think that Cooney's and Carl's Place may be my two favorite bars in town. Yeah, I, so, I, I love all the places. Oh, yeah, which is why know, I've spent a decent amount of time in the bathrooms in the sh- there. And pooper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, to go to bars again and be like. I know, right? To be allowed in. in the bathrooms. <laughs> like, everybody's closed their bathrooms. It's like. If we can be in here, let us pee in here. 
You would think so. That's, yeah, that's, that's a nice thing. We should, go, we should we should create like a, a picket new PSA. Sign. Some people who go on strike. You yeah, know? A picket sign. Yeah, like if, have, you can, if we can pee, or if we can if be, we can be, let us pee. If we can be, let us pee. Yes. If we can be, let us pee. Uh, I, I want to close. I mean, I, I think no, you guys are close. No, yeah, uh, you, you do whatever you I'd want like to wrap you a holes up. If you guys had let me know that we were gonna do this, I could have done a dramatic reading of a, a scary stories that you tell in the dark. Have you ever read any of those? That would have really scared everybody out. I'm telling you right now, because that those things do not play. I forgot I did have a scary story. So one time in high school, we were doing stiff as a, what is that? Light as a feather, stiff, stiff as, as a board. board. And so we were in the dark and my friend, you know, had What's her that? hands. You, you all lay down and everybody puts four, they put their two fingers on each hand um, underneath you and then no one's supposed to lift, but the person like lifts up in the air. So we're all sitting there saying it over and over again. And like, we kind of feel her move. And then all of a sudden we see like a glowing light on her. Everyone screams. We drop her, you know, she wasn't really lifted up, but we drop her, we screaming, turn on the lights. And you know, she's screaming and we're all screaming. And she had a glow in the dark um, ring on her finger (laughs) and she had just uncovered it. How old were you at the time? I mean, 11, so 10, 11. Yeah, just you. scared the crap out of Those us. Those were the good old days. I know. That's my only scary story. Uh, my sis- So we didn't have air conditioning in my house growing up. So my sister and I would oftentimes have to lay on the main floor on, Same. A, on a stupid air mattress. <laughs> and my dad, because in all of his infinite dad wisdom thought it would be genius to knock on the windows and scare his no. small daughters. It happened often. <laughs> That's awful. Often. It That's scared awful. the hell out of us. Yeah. Every time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But no, I don't, I've, I believe Other in ghosts, that, yeah. but I've never, I've never felt a ghost presence. Haven't you been getting pushed down the steps or something? <laughs> <laughs> Literally <laughs> fell up the stairs twice in within the span of an hour. But do you feel like you're being pushed by a spirit? Yes. It was not these big floppy feet of mine. <laughs> It was a ghost. That's for sure it. When we first moved into our house, I said that the house was trying to kill me because I fell down the steps and then um, our house filled with carbon monoxide and just like a couple different things happened that I was like, okay, yeah, this house is trying to you kill us. You need to get Chris Williams on the case. We we had our pastor come and like oh, bless the so house. we really did it. We did. That was probably better than what Chris could do. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. I know. We didn't have any ghost hunters out, but since then, knock on wood, nothing's happened. Happened. Is this wood? Yeah, sure it is. Y'all Works sh- for me. Y'all shouldn't go south of Iowa. There's lots of ghosts down there. Let's that's do it. Ghost. They're everywhere. Because uh, a lot of people die there. Hollyville Cemetery. Velisca. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, obviously Velisca. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollyville Cemetery has the green eyes in the trees at nighttime. I would like to do this. See the ghosts in the trees. Uh, and then, Are they um, glow-in-the-dark rings? <laughs> no, no, they're real ghosts. <laughs> I believe in ghosts. I'll go, Jared. Let's do it. One time my mom tells a story that she, okay, for real, now we can, this is my last story. My mom's probably going to hate me for telling this, but uh, her, she had a bunch of her friends that stayed like over their house. So like the house my mom and dad live in is the house that my mom and my uncle grew Grew up up in. in. And this house is like. That had a pool. We've established that. Yeah. Money bags. It's like 10 miles away from Hollyville Cemetery. And that used to be like a thing that they would do is go to the Hollywood Cemetery. So they all loaded up into my mom's car and went to the Hollywood Cemetery. They did not know that my uncle was hiding in the back and he started playing on like a recorder while they were driving Uh, through uh, the cemetery uh, uh, and everybody like hopped out of the car and 
was terrifying. Okay, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And Playing terrible. on a recorder. My uncle's probably like in middle school or something. Oh my like gosh, that, that's yeah. so funny. I like a good scare. I don't. I hate haunted houses because I like I know what's coming, but I would be happily go to a place that's that is allegedly haunted. Like yeah. that I could do. Haunted houses are just whatever. My friend Leslie broke her nose at a haunted house <laughs> once. It must have been like an aggressive. But see when I get when I get scared, I swing. Mm. So I try and not right. do the that's haunted That's probably houses. best for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Except for oh, you you gotta watch the Ellen episodes. Oh, yes. Those of are good. Them going through the haunted houses. They're so funny. There's a lot of still photos online yeah too <laughs> all right well we hope you enjoyed our half-assed halloween episode half-assed <laughs> i used my full ass <laughs> the whole thing all right well i'm glad i wore my good sweatpants for you tonight you earned it <laughs> thanks go cyclone go stay